Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! The American League East right now is interesting because you have the five teams over 500. Uh, you have the Orioles who have won 10 in a row. You know, you got storylines in every team. The Orioles have won 10 straight to over 500. The Blue Jays just fired their manager, Montoya, who signed a contract extension in April. The Red Sox are up and down, just coming off a four-game sweep at the hands of Tampa. The Rays are the Rays. I mean, the Rays are always making news in some capacity. And the Yankees just lost a series to Cincinnati. Severino on the IL, yet they're 62 and 27. So it is a very interesting scenario as far as the East is concerned. Chances are, and Seattle right now is in the hunt because the Mariners are 48 and 42. They've won 11 in a row. Uh, they are six. They were 10 under. They have, I, they have essentially, they were 10 under, now they're six over. So they basically like won 18 to 20. I mean, they've been unbelievable. 19 to 22, I think they've won. They have, you know, that's the sort of streak you have to get on if you are going to be on a team that struggles out of the gate and falls eight, nine, ten games under 500. The only way to get back in discussion is put together one of these ridiculous streaks where for a month you don't lose. The Braves did that 14 in a row. The Orioles did that 10 in a row. The Mariners have done that 14 in a row. That's the only way the Nationals at 19 and 31 did that when they won the World's Championship. That is the only way you go out there and recover. You know, you're not going to go out there and recover by playing winning months. You're not going to go out there off that bad stretch and, well, let's play over 500. Let's win a series and, you know, we'll see where we are in three. No, 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 no. If you are going to recover uh, off, you know, horrendous baseball for the first half of the year, 10 under, 8 under, 12 under, you have to do what Seattle and the Oregon have done, and that's put together an incredible streak where you do nothing but win ball games, and that's and that's what these two teams done. And the Orioles have made it interesting in the AL East. The Yankees, to me, are interesting right now because you know I'm not worried about losing two out of three to Cincinnati. Nobody cares. I mean, you know the Yankees struggled pitching wise. They blew a game with their bullpen. The Reds are horrendous. Everybody knows that. But so what? The Reds beat the Yankees two out of three. Let David Bell put that on his uh, highlight loop, and he can watch it all winter long. Hey, look at us. We were we lost 115, but we won a, sta- a series at Yankee Stadium. Nobody gives a crap. Either way, whether you lose or win, it means nothing. I didn't even watch a pitch of that series. I am. I'm not watching Reds Yankees under any circumstances. I watched a lot of Reds Mets. That was bad enough. I'm not watching Reds Yankees on a on a week weekday series. But the bottom line is, when you get right down to it, here is that the Yankees, to me, have uh, you know. Listen, I don't want to say they have a couple of problems, but I would be very worried about the Yankee pitching staff. I mean, uh, those pitchers outside of Cole do not have a track record of being big time pitchers in October. Severino does, but now he's hurt. You know, Cortez doesn't. Domingo John, if he comes back, doesn't. Jordan Montgomery doesn't. I mean, Tyone doesn't. They don't have a track record of that. And they are going to be in a situation, unless the Yankees go out there and get a Castillo, who, by the way, last night at Yankee Stadium, threw seven innings of two-hit baseball, has got a 277 ERA. Uh, you know, the Yankees are in a situation right now where I still think they need another starting pitcher to get by Houston. And that's the thing about Castillo. You know, the one thing that you got to keep an eye on, and Carl Ravitch made this point I heard here today. It's a very good point. It's not so much that the Yankees need Castillo, if you want to argue they have enough pitching. It's the idea that a team that the Yankees have to beat in October gets Castillo. Houston, 
That always is sneaky with trades. And don't forget Houston a few years ago. It brought Verlander in in 17, then brought Grinky in. They are very sneaky with that, Houston. Be careful with them. They got a good farm system. Uh, don't be shocked if you see Castillo sitting there. The Dodgers, another team the Yankees are going to have to beat at the end of the day. San Diego, another team that the Yankees most likely are going to have to beat at the end of the day. Those kinds of teams, the Yankees and the end game for the Yankees this year is not to get to game six of the ALCS. The end game for the Yankees this year is to win it all. And if they're sitting there and they don't make a move at Castillo, yet he's there in game four for the Astros or worse yet, game seven for the Dodgers and the Yankees lose, that's a problem. So we keep that in mind here uh, in that American League East, but it's a very, very interesting division. And we did this a little bit earlier today, so I'll try it now. I don't like either one myself. I'm not big on the home run derby or I'm not that big on the slam dunk contest. I get bored with the Home Run Derby. They made it a little better. It moves a little quicker. It's bracketed. They put some timeouts in the mix. They made it a little more, you know, a little more structured to it. Petitti did that a long time ago, so we give Tony a lot of credit there. Uh, so it's 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 more organized. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's big guys hitting home runs off, uh, off fungos is what it comes down to. I mean, at the end of the day. It's guys lobbing pitches in and them taking 20 swings and so many times they can hit the ball out of the ballpark. Now, there is a building or there's a mark that they can reach, which adds fun to it. I mean, there's a Hollywood sign on Dodger Stadium. Hit the ball over the pavilion and left or right. There's a warehouse behind right in Baltimore. I mean, there are things that you can do with the home run. Uh, where you can see the ball travel throughout the night and you say, wow, look at that. You get the ball Josh Hamilton out of Yankee Stadium. I mean, there are things that are interesting there, but the bottom line is, uh, you know, if that turns on, fine. Uh, that's a, but it's still big guys, you know, hitting the ball, hitting home runs in fast numbers to see if they can win the event. And I get bored with it. To me, I get very bored with it. And I've been there live many a time. I was there when Sosa was hitting 500-foot home runs in Atlanta. I was there in Camden Yards in one of the earlier ones when Juan Gonzalez won. I was there in Philadelphia at the Bicentennial when the Phillies, when the, I think I think Bonds won that one, when he hit it at Veterans Stadium in 96. So I've been to a lot of these All-Star games when they did this. 94 I was there. I've been to a million All-Star games. And I get bored with it. Now, I ain't watching it at home. I'm not watching the slam dunk yet either. That I have no interest in. You know, unless it's Julius from the foul line taking off against uh, in the All-Star game in Denver uh, one year when he was the first to do something like that and everybody went nuts. I can't get into the dunks. The dunks is dunk. Both things are a disaster. Both. I think the Home Run Derby is a little better because the atmosphere, it changes every year, the environment. The, the NBA, it's in an arena. The arena is the same. In baseball, the, the building changes, which I think adds a little drama to it. But it's still tedious, both. Very tedious. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82.